Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Welcome back, everyone, to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. Great to be with you today. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. And as mentioned before the break, uh, as we look at all of the challenges of coronavirus, uh, of course, uh, one that is uh, looming large uh, today in particular is the fate of college football. Yesterday, the Big Ten announced that uh, they were canceling their fall sports schedule, including college football. And uh, we know, uh, as uh, was just mentioned on uh, the news report, that uh, the Pac-12 is meeting uh, with their folks today. uh, And they will take a vote on uh, what they decide to do uh, coming up for the football season as well. That also leads to some interesting Things around the SEC is probably the other major conference that everyone has their eye on. Uh, and some really interesting uh, conversations and comments coming out of uh, out of the SEC. Uh, you had the uh, head coach at Alabama, uh, Nick Saban, saying, hey, I think the guys are probably safer here than they are anywhere else. Uh, Dabo Sweeney from uh, Clemson, uh, ACC, uh, said something very similar this morning. Uh, and so they're all they're all kind of looking and positioning and wondering, you know, what they are going to do. Uh, this actually leads to a really interesting question, and that is, uh, could it be? Could it be? Everyone has always said that BYU should be in a national championship game soon. Um, maybe they will. Maybe the BYU Navy football game will be the only football game. <laughs> of the uh, 2020 college football season. Uh, if that were the case, I think we'd have a, a few people uh, whining and complaining there. Uh, but but that, well, could be. So the, the fate of a lot of college sports and college football is uh, just hanging on these votes that are going to take place. I think today, again, the Pac-12, that will impact the University of Utah and their program. Uh, and then we'll see what happens with the other uh, major conferences if uh, – the power conferences, if they decide to go along and uh, wipe out their fall sports schedules as well. Uh, so uh, a lot going on there, a lot of really interesting things uh, that are impacting the world of sports. Uh, so fascinating to see, you know, baseball is uh, back and seems to have kind of settled in a little bit. They had some uh, some outbreaks early there on a couple of the teams, but they seem to have weathered those and uh, things seem to be settling into kind of a routine in terms of uh, the baseball schedule. The NBA, of course, is uh, moving along, and uh, they are just uh, rounding out the final numbers for their playoff uh, picture, and those will be decided uh, today and tomorrow. Uh, so those will uh, continue to to be monitored here. And uh, we'll have uh, Alex Curie, of course, and uh, Scott Mitchell will break all of that down later today on uh, KSL on uh, Unrivaled on KSL News Radio 7 to 9 p.m. We were hoping we could get uh, Alex on the line, but uh, apparently he has gone off to better pasture. Maybe maybe he's uh, stretching out getting ready for a little football <laughs> to go there as well. All right, uh, a couple other things uh, going on that we'll hit uh, just uh, through this uh, section of the program today. Um, how are you feeling about it? 
what do you think about uh, high school football? Uh, Utah is poised currently to be the, the first place in the nation to have a high school football game uh, happening this week. And will those hold up? Uh, we're hearing some rumblings that maybe that uh, those might be in question. And so we'll uh, we'll monitor that here throughout the day to see if those all are going to take place. If they are going to take place, how do you feel about that? Uh, I, I will say one interesting thing uh, that we've heard uh, from uh, the school districts uh, across the Wasatch Front is who gets to go to the games? Who gets to go to the high school football games? <clears throat> is it just the parents? Uh, how many students will be allowed to go? Uh, do the players get to decide who comes? Do the players get to decide if their parents come or if their friends come? Uh, I think this is a really fascinating conversation that I think needs to be had as it relates to high school athletics in general. And that is, who are these things really for? Uh, we all know the obnoxious parent. We all know that obnoxious parent who, you know, is the helicopter parent who's in the middle of the middle of everything, who's meddling with the coaches and trying to get their volleyball playing daughter or their football playing son more playing time or to get them to be the star or whatever it is. Uh, I, I think it's really fascinating. I think if you really wanted to to change the game a little bit, maybe we use this uh, pandemic to say, you know what? Uh, no parents at the games. No parents. Let's just have the students go to the game. I think it. I think these games are for the students and the student body. If we're promoting school spirit and getting along and coming together, uh, if we're giving these athletes an opportunity to perform, uh, th- I think that's an interesting conversation. Uh, I do not think that the fans uh, that the stands should be filled only with parents. Uh, if anything, I think it should be skewed the other way. I think it should be more more students, less parents. Uh, it'd be a very different uh, experience, I think, for the players, for the coaches, and certainly for the referees, for sure. Uh, so weigh in on that. I want to know what you think. What What if we did this? What if they, uh, I think they're giving the players uh, so many tickets and then they can divvy them up however they want, of course, which means most of those are going to go to their parents. Uh, what if the players, you know, were giving them out to other students? How would that play out? What would the parents do? What would some of those parents do if their son or daughter who had some tickets to watch them play in a volleyball or a swim meet or whatever it may be uh, and said, no, nah, mom and dad, I, I really don't want you in the stands today. I want I want my friends to be in the stands to watch me play today. That would be fascinating. Chime in on that. Uh, I'd love to hear your perspective, your comments. I've, I've talked to some parents, some coaches uh, and they're all questioning a little bit. Why is it that we have to fill the stands with parents? Isn't this really for the kids? Isn't it really for the athletes to decide uh, who's going to be sitting in there? Who's going to be cheering them on? Uh, I think we should do it the other way. I think the, the parents should be at the back of the line on this one. Uh, let the students uh, get into those games first. Uh, socially distance, of course. Let's follow all the guidelines and the regulations. That's good. Uh, but I think there's a different way to do it. But chime in, do on do that on our Utah Community Credit Union KSL text line five seven five zero zero. Again five seven five zero zero, and uh, we'll weigh in on that as we uh, go through the day and as we follow through the rest of this week and see what the fate of high school sports is. Uh, again, currently it looks like Utah's moving forward. Uh, will that hold? And then we'll also watch, of course, and see what happens uh, in the big, especially college football. Uh, is really going to come to a head, I think, today when the Pac-12 takes their vote. 
We'll see what the SEC does after that. Of course, this is going to impact University of Utah. Utah State has already lost their season uh, as the Mountain West uh, shut it down. And so lots of ramifications, lots of ripples uh, moving through in terms of college sports. So stay with us on KSL News Radio. We'll follow that all the way through. All right, we're going to go ahead and we're going to step aside for a commercial break here at the bottom of the hour. Uh, stay with us. When we come back, Roger Porter from Harvard University, uh, former administration official in both the Ford and the George H.W. Bush administrations, will talk to us about Brent Scowcroft, one of the great national security advisors to this country. You don't want to miss this. Stay with us on KSL News Radio. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.